Geo Fire 1349. Do what you do best and hire out for the rest. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is where I share all the tips, tools, and tactics that make EO Fire a seven figure business. Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. JLD here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Trish Blackwell. Trish, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. Yes. For sure. (laughs) Trish is a trainer, confidence coach, and an author. She's passionate about empowering others to live the life of their dreams. She believes in self-acceptance, the power of positive thinking, and that equipped with confidence, you can conquer anything. Trish, take a minute, fill in some gaps in that intro, and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. Yeah, for sure. So I live in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, I am a mompreneur, you know, the mom who's an entrepreneur. I have a one-year-old daughter, an amazing husband, and I got into, well, entrepreneurship by accident. I never thought that this was a route I would go with my life, but I knew I always, I always knew I wanted to write. So I got into the fitness industry. Um, that sort of developed into my real passion is helping people have confidence. I was writing about that. I was coaching people on it. And, you know, slowly but surely it evolved into this business. And I went, oh, my gosh, I need a business plan. <laughs> like, oh, boy. <laughs> like, all of a sudden I was this accidental pro- entrepreneur, but it was working. Yes. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I got to where I am. And what's so great about it is that, um, you know, I didn't – I started living my dream without realizing that that was my dream, you know? <laughs> like, So I now am the, the work-from-home mom who gets to be a mom, a wife – but still run her full business and know that I'm impacting and touching people's lives um, at the same time. And that just, that fills me up. Well, Trish, I know Fire Nation is excited to hear your journey because we want to know, like, how'd you get here? Because a lot of people are like, I want to get there. Like, I want to be a mompreneur or a dadpreneur. I just want to work from home and, like, you know, be able to live out my dreams and, like, really inspire others and fill in all those blanks. But before we get into all of that, and we will, Fire Nation, how do you generate revenue in your business? How do you bring the dollars in the door today in 2016? Great question. So a um, couple things. Like, I think one of my my greatest revenue streams is um, I fell into, like I said, I fell into a lot of this stuff. Um, but I had a friend who got me into doing um, iPhone apps. So I have about nine iPhone fitness and motivation apps. Whoa. So that's a, that's a great passive revenue stream. It's awesome. Um, and it's a great way to connect and influence, you know, people for a low price point entry. I love doing that. I just love helping people. So I've got the apps. Um, I've got two um, virtual online confidence courses that are through my website. I do some one-on-one coaching. I also do one-on-one confidence coaching for business development for entrepreneurs. Because I think one of the things that holds people back from really pursuing the dream is the fear that maybe I don't, maybe I'm not good enough. Like, you know, I for me and my business, it all goes back to confidence. And then I also have my own podcast show called Confidence on the Go. And I do some audio coaching. And then of course, being an author, I've got my books, my writing and my speaking. So it's, it's like if, Flexible five to seven different streams of <laughs> revenue, so to speak. Let's just talk for a second and just shoot from the gut here. What is your favorite app that you... Now, actually, I want to rephrase that. What is the most revenue-producing app that you've created? That's great because you're right. There are two different answers there. My <laughs> most revenue um, app is the um, Couch to Half Marathon. And to be honest, it's because it filled a hole. I created the app 
it was the first one I put out and it, um, it met a need that wasn't yet fulfilled. So there wasn't yet that perfect app. And the reason for, for that, you know, for someone to literally take from the couch and in 12 weeks cross that half marathon finish line. And it was what I love about that app today. Aside from the revenue, I mean, that's a bonus, but I get emails from people all over the world and, and with pictures of them at the finish line holding their medals. And it's, I know from a personal training standpoint, because that's my background of what it really does to your mindset and your confidence when you do something like run 13.1 miles. Yeah, it's huge. You, you know, it's like, it changes what you think is possible. So for me, I really love, I know that people that fin- do that app and cross that finish line, they have a whole new world open to them. And it's all about confidence, Fire Nation. I mean, you cross that finish line. I mean, oh. come on, the world is your oyster. Hello. Yeah. I mean, you get to on a race, you get to like mile eight or nine. You're like, this is stupid. <laughs> Why am I doing this? You know, I'd actually just, I just ran the Boston Marathon last week and oh, I was like a mile 20. I'm like, why do I do this stuff? <laughs> but it's like, because then at mile 22, you're on fire and you're like, you get past Heartbreak Hill and you're just like, all right, yes. I'm going to Oh, make that was it. terrible. Yeah. But you're right. <laughs> I love that. Now, whatever you willing to share, but you know, Fire Nation is always curious, like what does that app generate per month and what does all of your apps together generate per month? Yeah. Um, you know, the funny thing about the app industry is it's very, um, fluctuating. Yeah. (laughs) So, and the, and the interesting thing about advertising and marketing for an app is when it's, at least for me, I've, you know, because marketing and, and doing some of that stuff is not necessarily my strength. I'm sure there are better ways to do it, but it's challenging to find a way to pay for advertising um, at, at a low enough cost that you're making, you're still breaking even on an app that's $1.99. Hmm. <laughs> you know, to spend a marketing budget on on apps that you're, you're, you're making a buck off of can be challenging. But um, I've had months between, I would say my low months are, ah, let's see thousand bucks. My high months had been three to $5,000 of past complete passive, you know, one and done. Are there apps combined or is that just the top app? Um, those are my top app. Uh, would, I would say all apps combined. Sometimes one app will do that and then the rest won't sell at all the whole month. And then the next month, everything sells. It's, it's to me, I, and you know, maybe there's somebody out there listening that goes, I can help that girl. So if you're out there, let <laughs> Trish me know. Blackwell, check her out. <laughs> So open, so open to coaching and helping, you know, because that's what's that's what's so cool about the entrepreneurial lifestyle. It's like, let's just help each other out. Okay, so yeah, we're not talking about like, you know, go buy an island money with these apps, Fire yeah. Nation, but we are talking about, hey, like I am paying our mortgage and then some with these apps sure. that I created that are now just out there doing their thing. So really cool stuff on a lot of levels. They're generating income for me to pour into my business in other ways. And like I said, they're giving me emails of people who are sending me pictures with their finish line medal at the end and going, you just changed what I thought I could do and what I thought was possible. You can't put a price on that, you know? Trish, what we can't also put a price on is what you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. Because I would say you, th- you think it's probably worth negative a million dollars, which is probably true. Yes. But this is the thing. This is what we want to talk about. We want to know your journey and to how you became the mompreneur that you are now. So take us back to the lowest of the low, the darkest of the dark, your worst entrepreneurial moment, and tell us that story. Okay. So I've got it for you. Yes. Um, and it's going to be embarrassing, but yes, um, I love it. Yeah. So as um, being an author, and I've always, even as a little girl, I had this dream to write. And part of my story is that I, um, I, I was this elite uh, collegiate athlete, full scholarship swimmer, 
and always, you know, very driven, you know, this perfectionist type A. Behind all that, for a 10-year-long period, I, I hid this really, really severe eating disorder. So I had this story to tell. And when I found freedom from that eating disorder and that body image that was really crippling, and, you know, even though everybody on the outside thought I was confident, I was dying on the inside. And so when I found freedom, I said, I have to tell the world about this. I want to be the person that talks about what people are unwilling and uncomfortable talking about. So I put all my heart, my passion, and I mean, three years of work, you know, laboring my and pouring my soul out into a book. And, you know, the whole publishing process, you know, unfolded and it was amazing. Um, I decided to end up self-publishing that, that particular book. I got an editor. I had two editors. You know, everything was going as planned. And still, it's very vulnerable to put yourself out there, particularly about something like that, that struggle. Yet it was like, I feel this is my calling. I know I'm supposed to do this. This is going to help save other, other women from this, from eating disorders and just talking about stuff that people aren't willing to. So I get it out there. First off, that's scary. Putting yourself on paper like that. The launch date, self-promotion was, it's challenging when you're first doing it. It's yeah. really hard to do that, right? So all that to be said, here's what happened. That first week that book launched, it was great. We got a cake with like the book cover on it. Everybody was supporting <laughs> me. It was awesome. Except all of a sudden, like three days later, people started rolling in with some emails and they're like, hey, Trish, like, ah, I don't know how to tell you this, um, but there's a lot of typos in your book. Ooh. Like, like terrible set like te- like i'm actually i actually have chill bumps thinking about how mortifying this was because what you know it's but it's so interesting to my story because what i do in my business with confidence coaching is i help people overcome a lot of the stigma and the and the things that hold us back from perfectionism so i'm a recovering perfectionist so as a recovering perfectionist <laughs> looking at this this was like the in your face Look at this failure. Your this work is not perfect. Now people are judging you. Not only judging you for your story and how you know weak you were to have this disorder, but now oh you can't even write. And the one thing you care the most about is writing. You should just stop. <laughs> you should just stop oh. everything and retreat. Um, but here's the great thing, and, and you know this is where my you know this is why support network matters so much. My husband was amazing. We weren't married at that point, um, but he's still amazing nonetheless. But he he said, "I'm sorry." I thought you wrote that book to help people and change people's lives. I didn't think your pride would matter so much. Because you know what? We can rewrite that. We can re-edit. We can re- redo a second submission. We can go page by page and fix everything. And we have to let go and forgive, you know, let go of the people who failed you. Like, you know, your editors, don't point the finger. Just accept it and move on. And so we did. So within a month later, we updated it and sent people who had the, you know, kind of sloppy copies, new <laughs> sloppy ones. Sloppy copies. You know? <laughs> and so to me, it was just this great lesson of being, it was a really great reminder to go, gosh, you know, it, it, what my husband had said, like, sometimes what you put out, it's not going to be perfect. And that's part of the beauty of it. But I'll tell you, it was mortifying. <laughs> Fire Nation, there's a quote that I think is really fitting here that Trish, like looking back, like, yes, is mortifying. But at the same time, I think it's a necessity in a lot of ways. Like the Reed Hoffman quote that I love, the founder of LinkedIn, if you're not embarrassed by your first mm. product, you waited way too long. And the fact is, Trish, yes, you were embarrassed by your first product, but if you had kept waiting and waiting and gone back to the, I mean, how many times can you go back to editors, you know, before you're just like enough already, like I'm trying yeah. to help people with this. Yeah. I mean, of course we want to get out the best product we can in a timely manner. 
but it's you know there's got to be a balance here fire nation it just can't be like okay like i'm going to make sure that 15 editors like you know swear on a bible that there's no you know misspellings right. in here or you know this- um, or I'm not going to go with any editors. Like that's the other end of the spectrum. That's a bad thing. Like you need to find some good balance, some good middle ground, and you drive forward with that. Because the reality yep. is, get your content out there, get the feedback, adjust, pivot, move forward as you did, Trish. So that's my big takeaway from your story. What do you want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from that moment, that story? You've already captured it by saying like you can always pivot, re reposition, and move and re reformat it and move it out. But what was so encouraging is are the people who said, Trish, it didn't matter. Like, okay, I could overlook the typo because what you said on these pages changed my life. That's at some point we have to overcome our pride and go, if I'm going to serve and help people in my business, then I got to get over myself. (laughs) There's actually another angle to this too. That's interesting, Trish. I think we should mention briefly is there are people that saw edits. I mean, sorry, saw mistakes in your book and they were like, Oh my God. Like I thought Trish was like this perfectionist and she was this great writer. And there's a mistake here. Maybe that means that, that I can do something because I know that I'm not perfect either. And and, and if Trish can publish something like this and it's okay, like maybe I can too. So true. That's why I always tell people, Hey, like don't listen to episode 1350 of EO fire. Listen to episode 13 of EO fire. When I stunk, you know, when I was bad, when I didn't know, you know, my blank for my elbows, you know, I was just driving forward. I was saying, Hey, I'm going to get a little bit better every single day. But Trish, what I want you to tell us now is a story of an aha moment that you had one of your greatest to date. This is your choice, your story, but take us to a moment when you had that epiphany and tell us that story. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's not this like giant aha moment, but it's, it's a sort of a, the start of one, so to speak. So Coming off of that book, I, I really felt called. I had this friend that was like, Trish, you got to get into podcasting. I was like, dude, I don't know anything about technology. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is also my same friend who was like, we got to put apps out. Like, this, <laughs> you know, just sometimes the right people come into your life and they push you out of your comfort zone. And this is, this is a friend that's that where all that. the magic happens, Trish. It is where the magic happens, right? So, so anyways, got me set up, got my equipment and literally said, I, you know, I need you to go in your closet and make sure there's lots of clothes and that's going to be great sound quality. And I'll tell you what, listen, dude, like I would sit in there and, and maybe you can relate, but like the first couple of episodes you record of a podcast show, particularly when you don't really have, a, you haven't built the tribe yet. It's, un, it's weird. You feel like you're just talking to yourself. So here I was talking into this microphone to myself in the dark, in a closet, sweating, <laughs> sweating at the end of a day at like nine o'clock after having worked a full day thinking, Am I crazy? Like, who am I even talking to? Do I really think that one, like I have the technology, like technological understanding to be able to get this out into the world? Like two, who's actually listening? And, and my aha moment, the reason I say that is because I want to share that, like my aha moment was that when you feel like drawn to do something, you feel like this is part of your calling or your mission or your purpose. You just step forward, even if you don't know how to do, you know, you know how to do step one, but there's a hundred steps to really make it professional. You don't worry about the 99. You just freaking start. Because what was my aha in that? I think by like episode three or four of me posting this, my first show that I put out, I was, I was topping the iTunes charts. Yeah. I had people reaching out to me like, this is, I feel like you're, you live inside of my head. You're the first person that was ever talking about the stuff that (laughs) I think about. How'd you know what's going on in my life? And I had all these people reaching out and it was this, like, just this aha one of, you know what? Just, you gotta, you gotta trust your gut. 
And then sometimes you have to do what's uncomfortable, even if it seems really nerdy. And if you're like, wow, if people really saw how I'm sweating just talking to myself, they would <laughs> not think I'm this expert. But, you know, there's a little bit of faking it till you make it. But also for me, it was like, wow, like the reach that we have, the gift of living in the, the time and oh, age man. that we live in. Oh, you're like, wow, there's power in that. Now, if I'm inspired and I really feel like some of, if me sharing my story can help honor and serve and inspire others, like, wow, we have so much at our fingertips. And that was an aha to really opening other channels in my business. I like what you said about the first step because Fire Nation, all you need is that first step because the rest will reveal themselves in due time. It's like, do you drive on a country road, you know, somewhere in New England or Vermont, you know, or Virginia, and you're like, you just know all the way? No, it's a curvy road, and you don't know what's around the corner until you drive up to the corner. Then the, you know, the rest of the road is revealed to you, and you get up to the next corner and so on. It's just that. You take one step at a time, you come up to one corner at a time, and the road before you is revealed in due time. So powerful, powerful story, Trish. I'm so glad you shared that. What would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I'll tell you my temp, and this is where the recovering perfectionist comes out that I have to be very attentive and this decisive every day about is, um, a temptation to compare myself to others, you know, like, oh, so and so has this many, um, I don't know, reviews on their, on their, on their, their podcast show. Um, you know, measuring myself against someone else's story or journey, um, and, and I have to keep going back to like, I will do my business and my, and my, my, my calling if I'm touching a hundred thousand people every day or one person. I have to go back to that. Like, Trish, would you still do what you're doing if there were a million people who were tapped in and, and, you know, a fan <laughs> of the Trish Blackwell brand? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now, the, then, then the question goes, okay, let's go extreme because, you know, I'm an extremist. <laughs> Something that comes with um, my personality type is, okay, would you do the same thing for one person? Ooh. And the answer is, yeah, like I still have to go back to yes. And then I have to go, all right, then I almost have to kick myself in the butt and go, then let it go. Like stop comparing yourself. You know, it's a rabbit hole. It takes you nowhere. If anything, it just sabotages your potential. All right, Trish, this, this rant I'm about to go on is going to be a big help to you. And Fire Nation, I know you're going to enjoy it as well. Well, good. I'm, I'm Give it to me. <laughs> well, I'm giving it to you, girl. Just prepare to receive right now. Okay, because I am. The reality is this, compare and despair. No matter when you compare yes. yourself to anybody else, you will always despair. I mean, what if You're you were right. to compare yourself, you know, to me and to EO Fire and the amount of downloads and reviews that I have, then, you know, what, then what if I'm comparing myself upwards to startup and other shows like that? I mean, we can always compare ourselves, you know, am I comparing myself to, to Richard Branson, Mark Cuban, like, right. you know, are you comparing yourself to Shailene Johnson or whoever? Like, yeah. compare and despair. It's always going to be a reality. And so it's, it's a never, it's a zero sum game. Like, you're never going to win. But Trish, there is one person that you should compare yourself to. That's you so, yeah. yesterday. If Absolutely. you beat yourself yesterday in a comparison game, then you win. And that's the only thing that matters because if you are progressing in life, you are moving forward and you in the comparison of you yesterday and you come out on top, you today, you win. And that's all you need to think about Fire Nation. But you, Trish, have a lot of cool things going on. What's the one thing that has you most fired up today? Yeah, well, I will. 
I am most fired up about my newest book that was released without typos because <laughs> um, I was, uh, you know, had a had a more robust publishing team. Um, but the book is called Insecurity Detox. It's a breakout plan to rejuvenate your mind, your body, and your spirit. Um, and it's well, it's thirty detoxes. And what's really cool, it's a handbook that you literally open up and you're like, look, I'm struggling with perfectionism, and then there's a chapter for that with three detoxes. Hey, I'm struggling with stress. Because I, you know, there's basically I've identified 30, well, manifestations of insecurity. And I think sometimes people identify insecurity of being like, oh, I just am shy or, you know, I want to retreat from the world. And it's not. I mean, it's comparison. It's self-doubt. It's fear. It's small dreams. There's so many different ways it manifests itself. So that book really identifies it. So, I mean, it's been out for two weeks. And um, I'm, so I'm in that, that mid- Where can Fire like, Nation find it? Yeah, you um Amazon, Barnes and Noble, any bookstore, oh, or whoa. just go to my website, insecuritydetox.com. Love it. And Fire yeah. Nation, don't you go anywhere because we got a lot of great stuff coming up in the lightning rounds. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, are you ready to stop spending your entire day in your inbox, constantly reacting to and letting your time be ruled by other people's agenda? If so, it's time to check out Quip. Quip is a modern-day love story where communication and content marry to create a beautiful living document that you can add to, comment on, and share with your team in real time. With Quip, chat is built directly into every document, so it's easy to discuss content, make revisions, and reach a final decision in one place. And bringing everything together in one place equals clarity, good decision-making, and some really awesome teamwork. The annoying back-and-forth via email and the continuous question of, where are we at with that again? It disappears. Over 500 of the most forward-thinking companies and teams from the most disruptive startups use Quip, including Facebook, Quora, and Product Hunt. Visit quip.com slash fire to sign up and get six months of the Quip team plan free. That's quip.com slash fire. I'm a huge proponent of tools that help us work more efficiently, but sometimes it can be tough to decide which tools are worth the time and effort it takes to learn and integrate them into our business. My rule of thumb is to make sure tools that I'm using are helping me reduce the number of places I have to check in order to stay on top of things. The tool that we've been using here at EO Fire to help us stay on top of our business calls and customer support is eVoice. One thing I love about eVoice is that you don't have to buy a second phone to get a second line. We can route messages to a single inbox and have notifications sent right to our mobile phones. See how eVoice can help you work more efficiently too. Visit eVoice.com and add a second line today. eVoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit eVoice.com and use promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Trish, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Being a confidence coach, really forging this route of like, quote unquote, literally saying, hey, I'm a confidence coach, was not having the confidence to think I was qualified enough to be a confidence coach. It was really ironic. Um, and that's why... Um, it, you know, I, I really love this concept of confidence. It's all in your brain. So I think my own holding me back was my own overthinking. What is the best advice you've ever received? That as long as you love others well every day and you're and you're living that out, like every day you've loved or served someone, then you've you've done all you need to do. That you can go to sleep and have peace and know that you've moved your business forward. 
What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? It's one that I don't like, so I hesitate to share it, but it is doing five sunset salutations every morning, the first thing I do when I get up. One, because I don't love them, because I'm that type of person that wants to go, 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 go. So like, I get up and I want to hit the floor running and start doing stuff. But it, it slows me down and it tells it gives my brain the ability to say, you've got control over time. You are not rushed. It gives me that meditation, that prayer time. But, um, you know, it, and it sets my body up for success. So it's one that I love to hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. You know, like the good folks at, um, at Upwork, I love, I love working with virtual assistants. It's been so instrumental to my business um, and my growth and outsourcing and learning to, you know, do what you do best and hire out for the rest. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Uh, man, you know, it's a classic. It's um, James Allen's As a Man Thinketh. And I would say the reason why probably relates to the fact that I'm a confidence coach. But, um, you know, it's this, the power of your thought. It's something, it's a way to, to really realize that all of your successes in life, both in life and business, depend upon the quality of your thought life. And Fire Nation, don't forget insecuritydetox.com or just go to Barnes & Noble. It's a great little bookstore. You can grab a mocha and Insecurity Detox. Trish, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you. The best way we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. Be yourself. Be yourself. And I'm sure you've heard that over and over, but there's like, there is no substitute for it. Like any any effort to do otherwise than be who you are are and who you're created to be is a cheap imitation and what you have to give to the world no one else can give it in that voice i feel like we each have a story to tell and a business to lead if you're called to be an entrepreneur and you just got to honor that like honor it and step out and do it and just trust the process and then you can just you know you can connect with me at trishblackwell.com super super simple i'm on instagram facebook it's all under trish blackwell fire nation you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with you've been hanging out with tb and jld today so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com just type trish in the search bar her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today Everything links it all, Fire Nation. And of course, go to trishblackwell.com and it was insecuritydetox.com. Trish, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. Such an honor. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The accomplishment of your number one goal is just 100 days away. Text JOURNAL to 33444 and begin your path to freedom with The Freedom Journal. Ignite!